Greetings, Maltopians. Are you looking to delve deeper into the world of Maltopia? Then check out our Patreon, where you can find written mythos pieces, world maps, found footage, art, Patreon-exclusive shows, and more. Just go to patreon.com forward slash Maltopia and join one of our tiers for access to great new content. Brave the forbidden and embrace the darkness. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Greetings, fellow Maltopians, and welcome to another episode of the Maltopia podcast. We'd like to thank our amazing patrons for helping make this episode possible. For as little as $2 a month, you too can be part of our growing community. 
So take a moment to explore the exclusive bonus content at patreon.com forward slash Maltopia. To help further support our work, consider leaving an honest rating and review on iTunes or your podcast platform of choice. From the three of us here at Maltopia, thanks so much to our listeners for your continued support. And as always, enjoy the show. Castilian hovered just above the vast thunderstorm, where it wheeled and roared, lightning licking the frozen landscape below, snow falling heavy and wind-whipped. His forces stretched behind him, every one willing to kill and die at his command, their spirits steeled for the conflict at hand, just the next in an infinite number of wars to come. Upon the ground, right behind the last hill leading to the Oversapien stronghold, Rothians and their war machines stood within mixed ranks, sharing space with the vile skin crawlers and flesh hulks of the deadly Scrimes construction, all of them waiting for the word to attack. The vast fissure laying wide and ice-encrusted seemed inconspicuous enough, but Castilian knew what it housed the last outpost of the bygone Mithra, and soon to be the last outpost of the Oversapiens, the Lost Kingdom. It was little more than a brief interruption of protruding rock in an otherwise unbroken expanse of blowing ice and snow. A clever hiding spot, as far as that went, but it would also prove a fine killing ground. The Great Underlord only waited for the first attack wave to report in, they sought to infiltrate the Lost Kingdom from below, emerging from without the vast underground lake beneath the sprawling cavern. He glanced back at the waves of killing machines, some of them born from solidified mental effulgence, others masterfully assembled from flesh and bone and sinew, all of them created for a singular purpose, killing as many foes as their peerless engineering would allow. There was psycho-amplifier weaponry, devices incarnated from the collective wills of dozens of Hanyuma, capable of monstrously enhancing any one of the lethal emissions the psychic paragons could summon forth. The devices were made to look like machines merged with feral behemoths, although they were possessed of a bearing more noble than any common beast. They hovered slightly above the ground, light as a thought glinting silver beneath the lightning and snow. The towering ranks of Hanyuma themselves glared from within their terrible suits of psychomechanical armor, 
Each of the mine-made encasements integrated with so much death-dealing autonomy as to nearly match their own natural killing capacities. The shock troops and tank-like abominations supplied by the sinister Skinweaver were ample and terrible, perfected in their deadly design with a polish and precision rivaling any spirit of natural evolution or biology. Unlike the ranks of the Hanuma, who could be ordered by the species of their weapon or station, the motley of horrors given over by the Master of Flesh begrudged only accidental similarities to one another, partaking from shapes marched straight without a pit of wildest nightmare. Some seem possessed of endless rows of glistening teeth, upturned into grinning mouths that could flense a whale to whited bones with a single snap. Others were massive, lumbering calamities. They heave with muscle and horn, colossal things made for smashing all but mountains, and perhaps even those. Yet for every similarity, there was a drastic, often grotesque departure. Those that shared an assortment of dimly glowing eyes disagreed in the shape and content of their heads. Some boasted a calcified stinger in lieu of a mouth, Others multiple heads, each arrayed with caterwauling mouths filled with slashing tongues. Chiefest of all abominations upon the soon-to-be battlefield, however, was the gargantuan war carapace Castilian had first glimpsed the day he sought out the skinweaver. The size of a mountain, it was for that reason left farthest back. It had secreted itself from below into the depths of a frozen lake, where it now waited. A city of horrors, the creature housed a population of bladed limbs, acid-spewing organs, venom-dripping stingers, legions of fanged mouths affixed to long stalks of ropey muscle, all suffusing an abomination whose shadow blotted out the sun. Castilian breathed deep the cold air, watching as the lightning split the sky with its every blazing touch. Antonia could see them in the deep undersea gloom, brazen with silver light, hardly bothering to conceal their approach. They were very nearly cut from the same cloth as the one who once came for her, the thing that killed so many of her kind, their debt to the machine now paid in full. But if they possessed even a fraction of that one's might, she and the others were in for the fight of their lives. The sea mistress looked out from her killing pool, her perch within the spanless sea. The moment was critical. Once she moved upon them, the war would be joined in earnest. Yet there was a chance that Caleb was right, and he could indeed weaken, even deaden any transmissions they might make, this being entirely dependent upon Strogen's vaunted elixir. They were right above her now, gliding through the murk, messengers assassins for the machine. She threw the mouth of the killing pool as wide as she could manage and swam aside. A leviathanic length of muscle and tooth and tentacle poured through the opening, parting several alien jaws as it went. It was one of the many horrors that prowled the depths of the spanless sea, drawn close by the glow of the interlopers. She allowed as many sea-going brutes as could be squeezed through the shimmering portal of water and darkness before her ability to hold it open was exhausted. She assumed her gigantic form and slipped into the school of monsters, 
where they accepted her as one of their own. The water before her went black with blood. Unable to derive its source, she diverted to an outcropping of stone to observe. Emerging from the vast plume of weightless gore drifted a mammoth and demonic head. It looked to have been torn from its body, wrenched free by a gigantic hand. Its blood spread out behind it like clouds of dark smoke. Spearing into the mud next to her came another sea monster, one of the machine's minions blazing silver and struggling betwixt its jaws. The Leviathan was nearly dead, its body smashed and hemorrhaging, but it provided Antonia with an angle of attack. Assuming a shape somewhere between her two extremes and tapping into the additional strength provided by Strogen's serum, she grabbed the invader from behind, her stabbers and fangs and barbed tentacles only thinly piercing the thing's glowing armor. Straining her power, she plunged backwards into the killing pool, flinging both monsters into the darkness, her darkness. She preferred to keep the assassins on the other side of her personal portal, lest she deny herself a path of retreat, but she hoped this one weakened enough to deal with. By the time she'd turned to face the gleaming menace, the monster had struggled with was nothing but a drifting corpse, its eyes fat and black with death. She could feel a pressure closing around her, telekinesis, she presumed. Not without her own psychic gifts, she deployed her esca, the glowing lure affixed to the end of a chitinous stock projecting from without her cavernous jaws. It blazed sapphire and gold and ruby and emerald, a magic lantern shell throwing painted shadows against the bottom of a haunted sea. The armored thing paused for a moment, bathed in rolling blues, momentarily hypnotized by the psychic kaleidoscope. It was all she needed. In an instant, she was at full size, seizing the creature between jaws capable of crushing steel into sparkling dust. She bit down. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. With every ounce of hate she ever had for the machine, with all the sadness for the beautiful music she'd sacrificed, still the thing pried her jaws apart, its mental power inexhaustible. Refusing to relent, she brought together every biological weapon at her disposal. She pried and pushed and pierced her way beneath the thing's dimming armor, guiding her sharpest parts into its softest. If the thing screamed, she didn't hear it. There was only the sudden seizure of a brain filling with hot venom, the final realization that the game was lost. She uncurled her killing limbs from the corpse giving it over to the whimsy of wicked tides. She watched for a moment, unsatisfied, as it stiffened into death and drifted away. Piercing through the water in a flash, she held the creature in her grip once again, tearing away its armor as a fisherman scales a fish. She needed to see its face, the uncovered, lifeless face of the machine, the stamp of mortality. It came apart in her tentacles and hooks, the peels of once glowing silver metal fading into nothingness as they came away. She held the thing up to her many clusters of glowing sensory organs, peering into the corpse's bulging eyes. There was still some light recessed deep into the opaque things, a residuum of bioluminescence, perhaps. It was a beast, to be certain, hugely built, savaging teeth, an oversized alien-esque head, but it was only a thing of flesh and blood. The will of the machine moved over this creature, sent it to fulfill her promise, and she killed it. Everything before now was merely the possibility of hope, a shadow. But here was the real thing, solid in her grip. Antonia surfaced into the darkness of the massive underground cavern, immediately aware that she'd emerged into the wake of violence. The echoes of dying and killing flit about the damp emptiness, nearly living things that played through the air, unseen yet audible. The two Strahd who'd accompanied her to the underground lake stood motionless upon the shore in the distance their violet eyes burning quietly over the silver-armored corpses lying in ruin at their feet. Swimming to the lake's edge, she rose from the black waters, looming over the somber scene, 
her shadow made wide and soft by the dim phosphorescence clinging to the jagged stone walls. Approaching the duo, she melted back down to her human dimensions. Is that all of them? She asked. One of the creatures turned its violet gaze upon her. She could almost feel it. It seems to be, for now. The Oversapien aimed her attention to the stone in her hand, a piece of the lost city. Were you able to shut down any transmissions? She asked, the small stone conduit transmitting her thoughts. Yes, Strojan replied through his own piece of the last kingdom. Caleb, with great effort, and with assistance from our psychics, was able to knock their distress message down. These creatures possess incredible mental powers. Are things all clear down there? Yes, all clear. She intimated, her mind supplying images of the encounter. Come back up. Leave the Strahd to interrogate their corpses. Strojan had informed her of the Strahd's ability to extract information from the dead. She had no desire to witness the process. By the time she'd reached the ancient throne room where Ingrin and the rest of his inner circle congregated, the positions and overall plan of the machine's minions had been divulged. Apparently, the Strahd's interrogation had proved fruitful. It seemed the dead could indeed be made to give up their secrets. The forgotten king rose from his broken throne and spoke at the circle of bestial statues ringing the room, his words reaching every ear in the city and some beyond it. Their plan is straightforward enough. They intend to bombard us from a distance, and after we've been thoroughly pummeled, they'll set loose the ground and air forces, which are quite numerous. Considering this information, the plan requires no adjustment. Ingrin turned to Antonia as she drew up beside him, the smallest hint of a smirk lurking his lips. I'm not sure it pleases me to know that we warrant so little finesse. Perhaps we might improve their respect for us. Antonia could almost hear the words she wanted to whisper in her king's ear. It's still not too late to run. But she knew he wouldn't listen. Not now. And perhaps she didn't really want him to. She'd held hope in her hands, and now they even knew the enemy's plan. Ingrin just might have been right about everything. The time was now. Angulus received the reports from his people positioned at the lake, where they plied an ancient art to the ends of usurping the dead of their wisdom. They confirmed that the machine's minions were indeed Hanyuma. This fact was intriguing, as the creatures were known to him things derived from the great lurching behemoths that once shook the prehistoric earth beneath their massive tread, the giants of yore. While the monster's shapes and potencies were a varied lot, he knew them all for some of the earliest products of the Melengen, prototypes for distillation and subsequent perfection. He recalled the first time one of the giants had been brought to him for examination when he still lurked the slender towers of the city of Blasco. It was a massive thing, not quite so tall as the slate peaks spearing the drowsy clouds that hung perpetually upon the horizon, but it was adequately close enough to justify the confusion of the two 
if witnessed at a sufficient distance. It had been laid with its arms extended fully above its head within the frigidarium, taking up a full quarter of the massive space. The wound that felled the beast had been patched over with a generous application of synthetic skin, of a type that replicated, as much as it could, the composition of the missing organics. Like all its kind, the Malgi's essence, or its residuum in the case of the colossal cadaver, was tethered to an entirely different octave of reality, the below. At that time, extraordinarily little was understood about the below, and that understanding had not vastly improved during the intervening years. There was still a very lively debate amongst his kind as to whether the below was a place, or an entity, or perhaps both. Regardless, the giant itself proved mostly tractable to bioetheric reverse engineering, and a significant amount of insight into the operation of the thing had been gained. As was customary then, and certainly still now, the acquired knowledge was fused with the existing Strahd paradigm, allowing his kind that much more reach into the vaster mysteries. What had not been reckoned at that time and what certainly made up a portion of what was currently understood about the below, was the price that must be paid for pilfering from the machine. Not long after the orderly dissemination of the massive cadaver, the minions of the machine came to Blasco. From without the darkness of yawning nightmare, it seemed. In truth, they came out of the north, from across the Nem Sea. They even managed through the land of many thunders, with much of their numbers intact. The echoes of the hideous army's many travels told across its mercurial flesh, having absorbed and twisted the likenesses and energies of those it had devoured along its path. Bastards of stolen skin and poached shadow, the motley of monsters raised claws and teeth and all manner of embezzled eldritch powers against the violet-eyed masters of the city of a thousand mysteries. Only after scores of the city's guardian Abominoth had been deployed did the Black Armies recede back into shadow, deep into the vaults of Yorn, where even today they lurked. And so, it was known that the Melengen would keep its dead and seek the death of any who would deny it the corpses of its children. Naturally, such a disposition betokened a great and likely dire purpose behind the machine and its many terrible progeny. And the Strahd were ever the enemies of secrets, devourers in their own right, for the wisdom and power it promised. It was for just such a hunger that Angulus had departed his world to hunt the secrets of the machine, be they living or dead. And today would be a feast of wisdom, regardless the victor. We'd like to take a moment to thank the following patrons for supporting this episode. Nick, K. Davis, G-Man, Andrew Knott, Thesis Ascendant, David Gregory, Noondu Toast, Ian Hagen, Jonathan Schenk, Kurt Kornfeld, Deborah Carpenter, and Sarah Anzalone. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., 